motion man and fake it to him. A work he sets up. Felton Davis in zone. Diving catch. Touchdown, Michigan State. From WDBM East Lansing, you are listening to Spartan Red Zone, the student voice of Michigan State football. This is the source for the best analysis, updates, and much more for Spartan football. SRZ, back at you. Nine Collins, Joe Danton, Alex Fred, Aiden Hunt, Eric Goff, and the new chair is throwing me off. Yeah, it's Dandron's fault. Take a two-month it break. It doesn't matter. And yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Dandron becomes station manager. He thinks he can just alpha the whole room, I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. Throwing off yeah, my yeah. mojo. I mean, how are you guys doing? Everyone staying healthy? I mean, it, Hunt is making me nervous a little bit with his so, golf. Yeah, so I, I, I'm healthy in that I haven't contracted... COVID-19, but I do have a cold. Yeah, I don't like that. That's a symptom. I don't like can it we either. Be sure? Me. We can be pretty sure. I mean, you can take your six feet uh, six feet away from me. Just just stay over there. But uh, I'm definitely not six feet away from you. Yeah, it's neither, okay. Neither I think, have you been washing your hands? Every. You should see how dry my hands are. It's got splotches of just red cracked skin Same. all over me. Same. Hmm. So I, it's, no, it's no miserable. One, no one touch Hunt. Um, just, yeah, please don't touch me, even if I was healthy. Other than that, I, I I don't know how long it's been since we've recorded last. I think it was the week before the national title game. What was that, like two when months D'Antonio ago? D'Antonio resigned. The last time yep. was the D'Antonio resignation. The live show. So the that live was, show. Yeah, that was like two months ago? Eh, it was about a month ago. Was that in January? Feels like much longer. So yeah. if that was SRZ live, this is SRZ dead because we <laughs> yeah. are. Campus yeah. is dead. Yeah. I, if you're living under a rock, coronavirus, canceled all our classes, but we're still up here. And it's canceled spring football. But I I think I saw something today where Bill Beekman was saying that they might move it to June if nice. the NCAA allows it. That would be a good idea. Summer honestly. football. I, oh, man, nothing better. That I mean, th- that would be weird because I, what, is spring football like two weeks? Well, camp is in the end of July. Too. That's what I'm saying. Like fall camp. I don't know. That's a weird timeline. I guess everything that we know. I might has been thrown into flames. I could see them just having fall camp a lot longer. Seriously. So two extra weeks on fall camp. I, I think it. I'll bring up something a little bit later. Yeah, uh, we got more. But we'll talk about it we'll, later. We'll, but. we'll get into this later, but I have something that might even throw a wrench into those plans. But, mm. but we have Love not it. talked since Mel Tucker is taking the job at Michigan State, and we needed to get on a mic and discuss that. And we also need to crown our pick'em champion, Joe Dandron. We'll do that a little bit later in the show. God. Oh, man. Do we have the numbers? Do you have the numbers, I, I'll, I'll, I'll Fire grab them, them up. Yeah. Fire them up. But, yeah. But look, before, we did, haven't talked. Actually, no, we did talk after the national title game. We just didn't talk about it. Yeah. It was so, a, there was other pressing news. Yeah. LSU, distrusting. What an absolute, one of the better college football teams in the last 15 years. Joe Burrow probably caps off one of the best seasons a quarterback's ever had in college football. And as a reward, he gets to go play for and the Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals. Yeah. All right. Nasty natty. Cincinnati's been making a little bit of moves so far in free agency. They got Trey Waynes, uh, three years, $42 million. So, hey, maybe they can. Hey, him and can... Darquez Denard back together. Uh, Darquez no, he, left, he left to, he, Yeah, Waynes filled that. the hole that Denard left. He's in with Jacksonville now. Mm. Yeah, got a couple of. We got a couple Moving of. Moving to <laughs> having some competent organizations for Darquez Denard, Cincinnati Bengals and the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> hey. Cousins Could got paid more. I don't get that. Can someone explain that to me? Why he got extended already? I, I don't. Hey, I mean, think it was. I mean, they don't think do they it. can do any better. I guess. Yeah, he's Apparently. produced. No, it's not that. He, I thought his deal was like it was only like a two or three year deal. Was it? Yeah, yeah. I think it was three. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't it was, a very oh, yeah, long contract. It was, was it like three Gotta for keep ninety? Him locked up. Three, yeah, yeah. Three that's for that's what it was. Three yeah. for ninety. I believe okay. he still has now with the new deal. He has sixty one million guaranteed over the next three well, years. Well, so NFL Damn. football free agency has been. Just I wish. it's been fantastic. It's the only thing we have. And we might as well talk oh, about big it. Big signing yeah, too. I, what? Cleveland. What? Con- Jack Conklin. Jack Conklin, former, former Spartan. Spartan. What, I think he got three for forty-two. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Same as same as uh, Trey. Twenty-eight guaranteed for Conklin. I I don't. Tennessee kind of just gave up on him. I know he was really productive in his rookie year, but it seemed like. It, it it just didn't really work there. Well, I mean, he was all right. I just don't think they wanted to pay a right tackle $42 million. And they have Lawan. They have Taylor Lawan, yeah. who's a, a better guy. I mean, objectively, you just look at They had the numbers. best tackle combo in the league with those two. Well, I don't know. On the right I don't know about I mean, that. Cochran, I think Dallas would there. beg to differ. Ever, but I mean, Cochran tore his ACL. Yes. Did he tear his ACL? He did something like that. He blew out his knee yeah. and was out for a year, but he was an all-pro as a rookie, which is unheard of. 
Yeah, I mean, he was phenomenal, but I just don't think he's lived up to the production that they thought he would have had, especially after his rookie season. So I, I don't blame him for, for letting him walk. I think you can find a right tackle in a draft that this year is stacked, absolutely stacked with right tackle. I mean, with guys who could play yeah. right tackle. So The draft um, in general is stacked this year. The, the draft especially on the offensive line, especially on the offensive and line, is very deep. Yeah, um, even running backs a little bit. You can look at those and those guys and say, wow, you could get Cam Akers in the third round. Yeah. But uh, it's it's a phenomenal class, and I'm really happy that the NFL is going forward with it. I, I, I'm happy that and, and the NFL, like you said, is filling the sports void. We're yeah. all sports guys here. Without sports, I don't know who I am. Like, this is the first time in my entire life that there's not a single sport on. Like, you get that dead period kind of in the summer where the NBA Finals ends, and you got, like, those four weeks where it's just baseball. I was going to say, I'm a baseball guy, so I'll like watching baseball and, like, watching the Tigers. I mean, but the games the don't really matter all that much. Sure, yeah, no, I, I definitely know what you guys mean with the doldrum, and yeah, it like, can be That's, like, the only thing, only thing you can kind of, like, equate this to, but it's insane. The NCAA tournament was supposed to be starting tomorrow. It's that was the biggest crush to my ego of all time. I couldn't handle it. Crush I, to your ego. I don't know. I didn't phrase that well. We're gonna move on. We're not gonna talk about if okay. that phrase made sense. But uh, I swear, I swear. Once they canceled that, I was like, oh, they're gonna can- they have to cancel everything because that is the last thing in the world I ever thought. Well, one, once the once the NBA said we're suspending the season, I knew it was doomed. Yeah, once because, Gobert got yeah, it. Yeah, once once Gobert did it, it, I mean, there's not a chance that anybody else plays because. I mean, the NCAA threw away essentially a billion dollars. Yes. And speaking of a billion dollars, Michigan State started paying their assistance. Let's get in, stop the pitter-patter, the small talk. We can talk about some NFL stuff if we want to later, but let's talk about the big thing. Mel Tucker gets hired to Michigan State, I believe $5.5 million before incentives. Is that with incentives? I think think it's, it's with incentives. It's upwards of like six. Yeah. Okay. 5.5 5.5 million. Yeah. Yeah, 5.5 million and then he they increased their assistant pool yeah. by I think from 4.4 million to 6.2 million, which is yeah. a dramatic jump for this Michigan State football staff. Some key hires on the defensive side of the football. You keep Ron Burden, you burn back Harlan Barnett, Mike Trussell stays, but most importantly, you hire Scotty Hazelton from Kansas State. Increase his pay by almost $300,000 where he was making I believe like 550 and now he's making nine hundred thousand for Michigan State. A couple other key hires: it, the offensive line and run ga- game coordinator. I don't know how to say his name, last name. It's what is it like? Chris Kapo, Kaplovich, Kaplovich, Kaplovich. Very highly touted, touted recruiter. Excuse me. They're paying him like seven hundred fifty thousand. I mean, rightfully so. The guy is a phenomenal offensive line coach. He turned around a really mediocre Colorado offensive line into a top-tier unit in, in the Pac-12. And, and you look at the offensive side of the ball, that's probably the one that most people are most excited or like looking for maybe even with D'Antonio in the fold, maybe if they make a change there. But the offensive coordinator, Jay Johnson, he was at the helm at Colorado. I believe he was an offensive coordinator at Wisconsin for a year. To, Minnesota, excuse me. Minnesota, yeah. I think under Jerry Kill. Could be completely wrong if that was the right head coach. There, I, that Jerry right. Kill or Tracy Clay is one of those guys. But it's it's really exciting time for Michigan State football right now. Yeah, I mean, there there's a lot to be hopeful for. I mean, you can have – Doubts about some of the guys Michigan State hired, like the running backs coach, I believe. Um, he's the lowest paid assistant, and he is also the least proven. I believe he was a graduate assistant just, you know, like five years ago or something yeah. like that. So, I mean, there, there's a lot of guys who had big jumps, and Michigan State missed on some of the guys that they really wanted to get. I mean, you heard talk about uh, Brian Hartline. You heard talk about the uh, the recruiting uh, coordinator. Morrow, Morrow yeah, from yeah. Kentucky. And they missed on those guys, and if Michigan State had been able to hire those guys, I mean— there'd be a lot more hype around this coaching staff. But I still think this is a very solid staff. I think the guys that uh, Tucker has put together around him here are are guys who can continue a Michigan State-style tradition of football. And I think that's very important to a lot of people uh, on campus and alumni as well, where they don't necessarily want to see Michigan State go away from their bread-and-butter kind of style right you, yeah you, you get what i'm saying yeah i was just gonna bring this up to everyone 
Do you guys like that they brought back a, little, a couple D'Antonio assistants? I know Ron Burns nationally known as a very good defensive line coach. Mike Trussell's done a good job with the defense. He's now the safeties coach. He's making the same money he was making last year, only coaching the safeties. So that tells you what Mel Tucker thinks of Mike Trussell as a coach. And you bring back former defensive coordinator Harlan Barnett, and he's coaching He's coaching a secondary, right? Yeah, Not the defensive yeah, backs. Yeah. So just like he was when he first started here at Michigan State. Fantastic recruiter. I personally like it, but would you rather see them tore it all to the ground, or do you like the continuity? No, I it's like good. it. It's good. And also, you you know, you had the Ron Burton, Indiana scare for yes. a second. He, for a second, said he was going to coach at Indiana next that, year. I, I think they, that was before they hired they, Tucker, though. They right? lured him back, right, yes. yeah. And, yeah, once D'Antonio retired, uh, Burton said, I'm going to Indiana, and then Tucker Got him back. I, I like I like the mix of new versus old. I think if you're going to keep people around, they kept the right people around. They mm-hmm. brought the right guy back in Harlan Barnett, obviously. That staff at Florida State did not work out with uh, Willie Taggart down there. But, um, yeah, I think it's great. Um, Mike Trussell, as you said, has led a defense that's been in the top 20, 30 in the country the last couple of years, despite the really mediocrity of the team. And um, Ron Burton is a nationally renowned defensive line coach and recruiter. And Harlan Barnett is a is a Michigan State guy through and through, obviously playing here and doing all the having all the success as a secondaries coach back in his first time around here. And you mix the old with the new. I, I really like the makeup of the staff and I'm excited to see what they do. Is there a specific guy that's new that you guys are really excited about? I think Scotty Hazelton yeah. is probably the guy most people are excited to see, but Michigan State's been pretty good on the defensive side of the football for a long time, so I don't necessarily jump at that as like I looked at Jay Johnson and curious to see what his offense is going to look like. Yeah, I mean, I looked at Jay Johnson last season at Colorado, and he took over an offense with a lot of real talent, and he didn't improve it as drastically as a lot of people in Boulder would have liked to see. But Montez, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Steven Montez and then uh, LaVisca Chenault uh, as a wide receiver. I mean, he's been mocked as high as the first round, but now with an injury he'll probably fall to the second or the third. But either way, he's a supremely talented college football player. And uh, I, I think that uh, Johnson has some upside to him. He shared time at the Georgia staff, so you know how he's yeah. going to like to run the football. Georgia's built around running the ball, and... Um, I think the coach I'm most excited for has got to be the offensive line coach. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I think that's a really good pick because Michigan State has had struggles on the offensive line for almost my entire time here in the last four years. So it it would be great to see a competent offensive line uh, in East Lansing once they, again. They haven't had a good one since they went to the playoff. Yeah, I agree with McCray. I think Chris Kapilovic is probably the guy we are all looking forward to the most seeing how he's going to mm-hmm. change things on that o-line can i say harlan barnett though even though he's I, not technically it's not his first that was year a great hire but he is returning and i think with how this secondary struggled last year which was kind of unprecedented getting the guy who turned the msu secondary into that no fly zone defense yeah it, it's pretty necessary especially with the d-line already having the success they've had the past few years yeah i, I mean barnett was the guy who helped recruit guys like Josiah Scott yeah. and Monte Nicholson and Justin Lane and Darquez Denard and Trey Waynes. I mean, that's just a handful. Kahari Willis. I mean, all those guys are legitimate Kahari? NFL. <laughs> Kari. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Willis. I thought you were making fun of us. Who were we talking about the other day that used to say Kahari? Oh, uh, Andy Schmurra. Schmurra. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And Shout out Schmurra. That, that that's guy. that's what must have yeah. been stuck in my head. Anyway. Didn't someone say that on the air too? Oh, for some, sure. I don't not, doubt that. Not, People like, must have memes all the time. Circle, but you didn't, I feel like I was watching an NFL game and someone said oh, that. Oh, I, I can almost guarantee it. It's a very <laughs> easy, easy mistake to yeah. make. But What a guy. Either way. Uh, Harlan <laughs> Barnett had, was integral in recruiting all of those guys initially at Michigan State. So... Um, it was devastating when he left, and you could see a drop-off in secondary play once he was not around the program for a little while. So I think getting him back is going to be huge. I When I look at Harlan Barnett, why I think it's such a big hire is the fact of the matter is, like, he breeds Michigan State. like, And he is, like, the per, like kids respond to him. You saw the outpouring of support when D'Antonio resigned that they wanted him to be the head coach at Michigan State and now you got him as your secondary coach I think that's a pretty big get for Mel Tucker but let's talk about Mel Tucker for a second 
what is your excitement level on a scale of one to ten? Because personally, I think the ceiling of I'm not. This is not a discredit to Mark D'Antonio. I just think they need a new blood in the program. I think the ceiling of the program is taking a drastic step, and I, I think that's based by the money and monetary investment they've made into the program. But I also think it's by the coach he got. He's had a pretty great pedigree. Yeah, I I, I, I think sorry, that he definitely. I mean, like if you. If Michigan State doesn't make that change, just think about what sort of buzz would have been around. So the pro- negative. Yeah, exactly. Having Mark D'Antonio for a whole nother year. So I think it, you had to obviously get I Tucker, mean, but I, I think it just like his he was a he was under Saban, so he's been in East Lansing before. He understands yes. kind of the culture on the campus too. Obviously, it was a long time ago, but and then also just. His pedigree of being in really major programs, I think, was the big thing for NFL me. NFL coach, too. Yeah, and an NFL coach. He's a guy that, I mean, college football is played a much different way than it was when Mark D'Antonio was having a lot of the success that he's had. It's changed a lot in the last couple of years. And I think that Tucker definitely brings that sense of change into the program and kind of a newer, fresher. I think the offense is going to look a lot different, probably. I think that the defense, in some ways, I mean, I think it'll obviously be. Obviously, you know, I've got to, You got to think about what they ran at K State under yeah. Scotty Hazelton, but you know, I think it's going to be a lot different on both sides of the ball. And I think that Tucker, you know, I think that's going to be a big thing for fans. I think season tickets will go up too. That's of the biggest thing for me is that this hire and Michigan State's willingness Make to money. spend money to spend a ton of money a lot on of money. this staff is. To me, a good sign for the future of this athletic department at this university in that it's willing to throw themselves into the deep end with the big boys in the Big Ten. Like, this is Ohio State money. This yes. is Michigan money. This is Penn yes. State money. They're, yeah. they're right up there with them. And the fact that they are committed to, I mean, they're all in on Mel Tucker. Whether or not yes. it's going to work out remains to be seen. And but, a lot of people think he could jump ship because he's done a little well, bit, you know, but he, I mean, he a little he's bit got of job jumping. Now. But now he's like a head coach at a, I mean, a I don't know if he's going to do much program better. in the country. Uh, yeah, with the money they spent on him, they've made this program a destination. Yes, I, I will say that if Tucker does end up jumping ship, somebody will have to pay a upwards big. of probably oh, seven, eight mo- million dollars. Yeah, and at that point, Michigan State will have realized success and could probably be able to poach another high, yeah. high caliber coach from a, from a different school if that success is is evident. Well, I, I think it was general consensus that everyone thought Luke Fickle was to be the Nets head coach True. at Michigan State. And, and it, I it, am man, glad a, he was What not. a fiasco Ooh, that was. That, what it, a fiasco. What a finasco that was. Yeah, Bachelor reference right there. <laughs> Shout out Aiden Hunt. Yeah, but, you're, uh, you're welcome. Um, but like looking back at it, you're right. It was a fiasco, and people were <laughs> don't, coming after Beekman for – the pictures of the shoes. Yeah, oh, like, man. The pictures of the shoes was electric. Colton, that was all... Colton Pouncey running up and down the runways of airports looking That's for... That's great. Matt I Wenzel it. taking a picture of shoes. Yeah. I mean... Uh, Flight it... tracker. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> I, I, but, it's awesome. Like, after the coaching search, I think this is the best they could have done. I mean, it, it, oh, the time, easily. The time easily. of the year that they did it, and the fact that they were like, hey, he like denied it, that, in, that infamous tweet that I believe he is not deleted still. I don't yeah. know if he's deleted it yet, but where he goes, oh, I love you, Buff Nation. I'm staying, like, whatever. Thank you for the interest, MSU. And then MSU ends up finally going to get him late in the night during that Illinois-Michigan State game. Would it look worse? or would he, I mean, what's a what's a worse look, deleting it or you leaving it? You have to it? delete it. No, I don't think you have I think you leave it. I think you leave it. I'm kind of on the board point, with, uh, I wouldn't delete with it. Joe there. You just wouldn't because. delete it? No, I mean, hey. I think he's you, a man of his word. You got to replace it. Is he? <laughs> I just kidding. Replace it with a no, a well-meaning farewell so, to Buffalo Nation. So quote tweet it and well, say psych. While we're that, that might be the worst thing. Oh you can do. Yeah. yeah, that's that'd be worse. Come on, guys. Let while, while we're while we're on um the Twitter, I love Mel Tucker's Twitter. Oh, it's great. Like, it's electric. It, like the it's, blurred picture. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like that was ridiculous. screams just football guy. Yeah. Like relentless. Like, like his uh his dogs. He called King Julian. It's a good um, dog name. Like that. That's that's what he calls name. his dog. And yeah, it's a great blurring name. out the him watching film. So the the masses don't know yeah. who he's watching film on, yeah. and and 
just sitting here in quarantine, sitting here watching film, thinking about our team. It's like, yeah, Mel, that's what we're paying you $5 million a year to do. Sit there in your office and think about our team. Let's go. And I, this is this is <laughs> great, man. Box ready to no, run no, through a brick wall for this did, guy. You, did you see that the MSU football coaching staff has picked up on all, on all the other professors on campus and they just started doing Zoom calls yeah, with oh each my, other? Yeah, yeah. that's cool. The picture oh, that, that Coach Tucker well, posted everyone, of, of the MSU football uh, staff coaching Zoom call. Is electric. Well, I really relatable. I wonder if Mark D'Antonio knew what Zoom was. I can guarantee you he didn't. I will say this, Mel Tucker. <laughs> I I couldn't. I'm gonna be honest with you. I like I've liked Mel Tucker a lot. I always talked about him in the year because I liked him at Georgia. He was a really good defensive coordinator for Georgia, and he had NFL pedigree. So I thought this was a really good hire. But I think the one thing that this changes Michigan State. They're going to have top 20 recruiting classes, I think, every single year. I, I'm, I'm, ex- I, I'm so excited for the recruiting just That's, because. I, and I don't. that doesn't necessarily translate into big yeah. things, but the recruiting and the talent that will be coming into East Lansing is going to be more of a national type of program. I mean, yeah, and he's a Cle- – I mean, Ohio is a big part of where yes. Michigan State recruits, and he's a Cleveland, like, city, yeah. went, Cleveland Heights guy. That's big for recruiting. Getting uh, Courtney Hawkins, who was the head football coach at Flint Beecher, is another great hire too. Yeah, him as a wide receiver. He was an NFL wide receiver, Michigan State alum. He is going to allow them to tap into an area where, really, at least in my opinion, they haven't gotten some of that top talent, which is that Flint area. There's a lot of really good football players there, and I feel like he's going to help them. And in Detroit, I think Hawkins will help them as well. So I, it's going to be big to see if they can get the city schools. Well. Michigan State historically, I mean, honestly, the city of Detroit, a lot, there's been a lot of talented guys that come out of there. You, I think Michigan usually wins that battle at yeah. the cast, that's the Martin Luther King High School level. But at the same time, it seems like every time Michigan State gets a big recruit out of Detroit, other than William Golson and Lawrence Thomas, they usually kind of fall on their face. Not bringing up the off the field issues with some of the kids that they brought in. Donnie the, Corley, without his off the field issues, yeah, was going to be an All American. He I was think. fantastic. He was two way player his freshman year. He was really good on a three and nine team. I no doubt about that. But at the same time, yeah, I, I think Tucker said we got to win Detroit. I think the thing you got to follow for Mark D'Antonio that I think he did better than almost anyone in the country was finding lower tier guys out of Ohio that can produce at a high level. And I know that's been sprouted on and just been talked about at nauseum but I, I it it can't be like stated enough and that's why you saw him go after morrow who was one of those guys yeah. who just dominates the state of ohio like he can get you in any door it seems like so I, i'm curious to see what the recruiting like tactics are but you, you always see every day now a, a bunch of kids from california i, I know they probably have recruiting contacts with them as they were recruiting them at colorado yeah, but, he's got a little bit of West Coast ties, which is big too for the yeah, program. Yes, I think they're going after like a bunch of four stars. Like it's not like the last like five years, Michigan State. Ever since they went to the playoff, they had a really good recruiting class in that famous class that didn't really get the job done. They really haven't been recruiting at a national level. It seems like they're going to be able to recruit at a national level with a guy like Mel Tucker. Well, at least they're going after guys at a national level. Yeah. I mean, you see him going after quarterbacks from Arizona. I mean, we all know Brian Lewerke. He's from Pinnacle High School in Arizona. But yeah. outside of that, I mean, he, he's going after guys that Michigan State historically doesn't even bother to offer. Yes, yes. And I think that's that's definitely something to look at going in the future. I mean, even if they don't get these guys, they've at least kind of established a rapport with those coaches with those players, with that system. So I think that's that's very important for Michigan State going forward. Now, I, we don't – the roster next year, and I think the expectations for the season next year, I, I don't know if people since the hiring of Mel Tucker think different than they did with Mark D'Antonio yeah. at the helm. I think everyone does, but I don't know if it's going to be better or worse because it's year one in a new system. Now with all this coronavirus stuff, it's going to be hard to build in some packages – in the short period of time that they're doing. So you could see some growing pains in year one. But here's what I think about that. The home schedule this upcoming year it's is the best it's ever phenomenal. Been. Best you know, you've got Michigan, been. Ohio State, Minnesota, um, the Miami, Northwestern, Miami, Florida, all coming to East Lansing. So I'm not expecting Michigan State to win all those games. No, Absolutely not. But you have to in those, especially in those home games, you have to be competitive. They cannot get blown out. Especially that is what will get butts in seats in Spartan Stadium. And at this point, that should be goal number one for for Mel Tucker is to you know 
start to create a little bit of momentum. So yes. in year two, in year three, in year four, then you can start winning those games. Yes. You have to, I mean, win, you have to win a couple of them at least, but especially against Michigan and Ohio State, you have to make it competitive. You have to put a product on the field that the fans will show up to the stadium to watch, not just on TV. You have to fill that stadium. And I think, if especially if they start off the season pretty well, you know, they start at home, um, in a Big Ten game against Northwestern, if they yeah. can really come out strong in that game, that's really going to create some buzz around the program to really, you know, fill seats and sell tickets, and that that's what the goal needs to be right now is to win the fan base back because they're. I think I Michigan think State have, has lost a lot of that fringe fan base. I mean, they're always going to have the loyalists, but yes. the ones that were in during the playoff run, yeah. during that three-year Rose Bowl, Cotton Bowl playoff run, those people were in. I think that. The mediocrity of the last couple three years has has you know kind of desensitized those people to this program, and I think if they can do that, they can if they can have some success at home this year, they can bring those people back and and really have some some good success. I want to ask all you guys, and you kind of touched on this, and I'll ask you first, Eric. Over under six wins this season. Over. Do you think, do you think that's a fair? I think that's the perfect number. I say I say I will take definitely the over on six. So you think I'm going to cap it at eight, tops. Okay. I, I, I think that's fair. I think the problem is you don't really have a quarterback right uh, right now unless Rocky Lombardi or yeah. Peyton Thorne or Theo Day takes over the position is a lot better than But if the Spartans continue to play defense like they have the past few years. They'll and, be in games. That, that will keep you in every single game. Yep. Yeah. I, I, what do you guys think? Over or under six? I think it's definitely because I'm looking at the schedule. It's a tough I, schedule. Oh, it's a and, tough schedule. And, okay. Yeah, it is. But you look at I mean, Ohio you got State's... BYU, Toledo, Northwestern, and Miami. Your first four games. Realistically, I think you get pretty one. average quarterback play. You know, we've talked about yeah. if they're going to have somebody. Yeah, I know there's been talks about are they going to get a transfer or whatever. I think they realistically that first loss would come at Iowa mm, in Week ooh. Five. BYU, BYU, and I think you could start out four and one, and I mean that would be a that would be huge for Tucker. You, you also have an established running back now in Elijah which Collins, is which is massive huge. for introducing a new quarterback yep. to the system. And, and you return basically everyone on the offensive line. You got new coaching. You hope offensive line has to be better. Joe, four and one in the first five games would be a dream. Oh, I know. But I'm saying it's real because Miami really was not that good last year. They should True. win that game. They they should win the Miami. And it's game the homecoming home. game. It's in September. It'll be weather will still be good. I'll, I think I'll, they I'll, would win against Miami. I'll say this. That's think, the other game I think you'd lose. I think BYU is the game that people aren't talking about oh, enough true. because BYU is going to be good next year. They have a really good quarterback who was a freshman last year. Very good player. Mormon Manziel. Yeah, that's what they told him, right? Yeah, yeah, he's he's very talented. So BYU is gonna be a tough team. It's not easy to go to Provo. Like Oof. you, you watch a college basketball game at BYU. That place is insane. Michigan State historically doesn't play well when they travel west. Yes, either. That's I mean true. outside of bowl games. <laughs> Alex McCray knows from experience. From yeah, his, yeah. His no, I, I followed them there <laughs> and uh, was extremely disappointed. I'm trying to think: Arizona State, Hawaii, Cal. Yeah, yeah, they're like Oregon. Oregon. Oregon, yeah, the Red like, Box Bowl. They're zero and five in their last five, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Other than, I mean, obviously the Rose Bowl. Yeah, but yeah, the Rose yeah. Bowl is a different thing. Yes, yeah. So, um, I my expectations for the season are five and seven, six and six. That's what I'm, I think. Six is the barometer. Like, I, if they, if I, they I, get six wins, you'll be happy. I mean, Not happy, but like you're like okay, and you see some progressions. Yeah. you got to have one of the three of Michigan, Ohio State, and Minnesota at home. Gotta you're not. Have, you're yeah. not winning any of those. Gotta have. I can, gotta I can have almost one of those three. Bach, I can almost guarantee you they're not going to win any. I think they could. They, I think they can get Minnesota or Michigan. Oh, I think 100 percent they can get Minnesota, especially on Halloween at home. I mean, come on. I'll, Minnesota's gonna be really good next year, but oh yeah, Ohio, yeah. Ohio State's gonna be like that. Like oh, they might get housed by forty. Ohio, Ohio, Ohio State's gonna blow them out. I Michigan, mean, it, it, Michigan has Michigan's the most winnable game out of those. I think. I don't. I, I, I think they could beat Minnesota. It's an even year, so you're hosting Michigan and Ohio State, but they still have a really difficult road schedule. They got to go to Provo. They got to go to Kinnick. Depending yeah, on what time of day that is, it's I, a different game. Go to Happy you, Valley. You got to go into Happy Valley Penn and Beaver State's Stadium. Really good. And and you're taking on Iowa away, and then Michigan and Ohio State in three consecutive. Weeks. It's 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 a tough start to the season for Michigan State. But like you said, though. Joe, if they get off to a good start, like you reasonably to be like, oh, this team can possibly win seven or eight games. 
I think I think six it's is easier. It's think, easier down the stretch. Well, because you got I you finished with Rutgers and Maryland too. Yeah, I yeah. think so, yeah, that's is the thing okay. is you've got a lot of games that it's kind of like you know. I'm not I'm not chalking up Maryland as a as a be as a W at Maryland too. Yeah, I'm not chalking that one up just yet. I mean, Big recruiting class for for me. Uh, I look at the schedule. I say, well, Peyton Ramsey at Northwestern. I'm not too scared of Northwestern, but they're bringing back Patty Fisher. Their I defense hate. should be their their defense should be better. I think Northwestern is going to be probably a you know four or five win team this year. Michigan State can't beat Northwestern. Yeah, either, Michigan so. State has has had problems with Northwestern the last five years. Last so. year at Northwestern Hammered might have been their best performance of the whole year, though. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, against outside the, of the yeah. one of the game, worst teams the in the Big game? Ten. I mean, well, we didn't know it at the time, yeah, but yeah, it turned out true. that way. Yeah. So uh, at the time, that win was considered we maybe were a like, statement. We, we, we were <laughs> when we were at Northwestern. Collins was, and I were like, hmm, oh, maybe they're uh, all maybe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. We well, it turns yeah. out no. Yeah. Because it was a good bounce back for like what happened at Arizona State, but yes, like your I thank God you brought up Peyton Ramsey. What is everyone losing their mind about? He's not that good. Is that just me? I mean, I'm he, with you. He's it's like Philip Rivers getting 25 million. I'm like, I did gonna, you guys, did you watch him last year? He wasn't good. I was gonna I, say he's a he's serviceable. I mean, he he won't go out there and lose you football games, but he's not gonna win isn't you anything. Hun, isn't Hunter Johnson serviceable? I mean, based I on what he, he did last year, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I don't uh, think so. I think I think Peyton Ramsey's their best option right now. And oh, 100. Uh, percent It's it's. North, Northwestern needs some some athletes to at their skill positions. Okay, let's draw, let's talk about the Big Ten in general. That's a good segue. Like now that spring football is canceled, you're not going to see these spring games. You're not going to see these position battles. And what team in the Big Ten do you see the biggest drastic improvement from last year to next year? Hmm. I I think Maryland that Maryland's not a bad point because yeah. second year under Mike Lotsley, they'll have talent. Yeah, I, I, I wonder if they start that four-star quarterback from uh, Louisiana. Lance Lejean. Yeah, I, I'd be curious yeah. to see if they go out with him. He's a really athletic guy. I, I like Maryland. I think Minnesota's going to be really, really good this Penn year. Penn State, too. Penn, Penn State's going to be really good. If yeah. if Michael Penix is healthy, I think, Indiana's going to be a really solid team. Yes. Yeah, they they might be better than they were this past season. Spartans, they, they Spartans have, to, it, have it, to go. That's a road game. It might not MSU be nine win Indiana. It might be ten win Indiana. Oh, okay. I won't realize. No. Uh, in, the, in the East. I think eight, nine is still reasonable. In but the East. That's McCray. I don't know how, much, how of, much better can they this be. Guy, this guy is all in I'm on just saying, Minnesota and Indiana. They win. That's that's the hill that McCray's dying They win nine games in the regular season. It's Min- not impossible. I'm in on Minnesota though this year. Like Minnesota could be very. Tanner very Morgan's good. a legit quarterback. Yeah, he could play the pro. If level. you if you have a legit quarterback, you have a shot. I'm, n- I'm never going to be in on Indiana, especially with Wisconsin yeah, they losing don't Jonathan anyone. Taylor. The yeah. West go is very open for Minnesota to get to the Big Ten title. Yeah, game. I'm I'm not a big Jack Cone guy. Yeah, I, even though he's I don't think anybody. I don't think Wisconsin is either. Yeah, so they all I want mean, Mertz, whatever yeah, his name, I mean, Graham Mertz. Yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah. Is gonna have a drop off, I think. I mean, I, the, a drop the West off for is, Wisconsin though is what nine and three. The eight West, and four. Yeah. the West is Minnesota's to lose. Yes, and speaking of the West, we were talking about Iowa, who Michigan State goes to Kinnick pretty early. They don't have a quarterback anymore. They lose like their whole offensive line. Yeah, too. exactly. That's that's a very it's that's, a winnable game. That's a more as winnable Hunt game. says, if it's during the day, it's winnable. If it's at yeah. night, yeah, Hawkeyes by thirty. Yeah, <laughs> I. I, Kinnick at night kind of lost its luster though last year with that Penn State. That was one of the worst football games last year. If, that Penn State Iowa game and those stupid yellow jerseys Iowa wore. If I have God. to go to, if I have the chance to go to an, uh, an Iowa Michigan State game at Kinnick, I'm I'm going. So you're going next we're, year. We're, I, I would love to. We're definitely to. going. Hopefully, God willing, this coronavirus does not oh, affect the college football God, season. Wouldn't I that? Would, I wouldn't be able to handle it. I would be inconsolable. It, it, yeah. I think this might be the highest I'm on. A team that isn't Ohio State in the East, but Penn State's returning a good everyone. number of guys. Yeah, like basically the only everyone. the only people who's go- only guy who's gone is KJ Hamler. Well, he, what about that tight end? I forget his name. Oh, Pat Fryermuth. Yeah, he's back. He's he is. A, he's going to be Sean sophomore. Clifford's favorite target. He's guaranteed. a true sophomore. Journey Brown oh, wow. should be decent next year. Well, yeah, Mike, Mike, Micah Parsons might be the best linebacker in college football. He might be a top five pick next year. That he's great. he was incredible in that college. Yeah, bowl. and to answer your question from earlier, who's going to make the best jump? It's Penn State for sure. You, yeah, but they, for me, uh, that's you, not that big of a jump, though. I, I was going to say, I feel like that's really not that bold of a. They're going to say that they okay, they could go out and they could it win. Would not shock, 11, it would games. not 
shock me at all if Penn State beats Ohio State. Do the, I, I want to ask this, too. Because it's can, at Happy can, Valley. Can, the game almost, is at Happy Valley. I can almost year, guarantee you this. I can almost guarantee you this. Penn State will not go undefeated. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, wow. yeah. Really going out on a limb well, okay. there. The, they were what? They were 10-2 and two last year, so what? That's a one-game improvement? They get, and then they get Michigan at Michigan this year. Ohio I, State I, at home. Let's. I, I think Ohio State and Penn State are in a class of their own in the Big Ten this year, and then it's Michigan. And I Minnesota. still think it's it's Ohio State above everybody. Is, is there? Yeah. A... yeah, but Ohio Penn State has the talent to compete with Ohio State. That's what I'm saying. I'm not sold. And they get him at home. I'm not sold on their quarterback. Is there a he, better? Uh, he, he's, yeah, he's he struggled in the Cotton Bowl. He looks bad like against Michigan State. Yeah, still won by like four touchdowns. I I know, but yeah. I mean. That Michigan State team, when they went in there to play them, they'd been steamrolled by everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Go ahead. Uh, I don't know if there's a better quarterback battle in East Lansing or Ann Arbor. Dylan McCaffrey and Joe Milton, who's going to get it? Okay. Who's going to be? Remember, who would you rather have in your quarterback battle? No, I don't flip a coin. I Dylan Mc- No, I'm saying, like, if you're Michigan or Michigan State. Would you rather have Dylan McCaffrey and Joe Milton Michigan. or Theo oh, Day and Michigan? Michigan, Michigan and it's not even close. Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's <laughs> not even joking. a competition. We're joking. We're joking. But I, I, looking at Michigan, I think Michigan's a really interesting team. They lose Patterson. They lose a lot of guys on that offense. They lose Donovan Peoples-Jones. I think McCaffrey should have been starting for them That's anyway. A t- oh, yeah. That's the thing about Michigan. So the if he starts, the Nets man up is uh-oh, usually the it's Tom savior. Brady. Is the savior. Remember, so, that's remember true. when, that's remember so when so they true. wanted to bench Tom Brady for Drew Henson? They did. I do. They did. They did okay, do that. We're not. I'm not it's, saying that Dylan Brady, McCaffrey is Tom Brady. Tom Brady signing with the Tampa Bay Bucks is the weirdest Incredible. thing. So weird. I love sports it. history. Maybe. That offense. Yeah. That hey, that Bucks like, offense. Goodbye. Man. Twenty years. It's gonna be so good. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Ronald Jones. They won't be bad. Ronald Jones is gonna have a huge year. They, I mean, the, he might the Bucks won't rush. be bad. The Bar- like they got Shaq Barrett, they got some defensive pieces the too. Buck, the oh, Bucks yeah. should still draft a running back. Okay. R- uh, Ronald You're Jones. You're not is okay. Mad. Well, whatever. Okay. Talk- I mean, but Michigan's offense—they still have so many weapons. Zach Charbonnet and Hassan Haskins. Gosh, Hassan Haskins. Yeah, I like them. My my flu. Well, not Nico flu. Collins. Collins. <laughs> cold, cold. It's killing me. Nico Collins, Ronnie Bell are coming back. It's just if if somebody can throw they, the ball. The three biggest biggest departures for the Michigan Wolverines are, are Cleek Hudson, no, Josh no, Uche. No, no, no. It's Caesar Ruiz, Ben Bradenson, yeah. and John Runyon. That's me. Yeah, Caesar Ruiz has been really good for them. So is Runyon. I I want to say they're the biggest three. I think. You, you I think for the most for the most important to their success is their offensive line. Well, because yeah. they had a great offensive line, and if they're able to continue that production and then get better quarterback play. They're going to be a really good football team. So I, I, when I think of Michigan and Minnesota, I think of them in the same breath. Where I don't think they could possibly contend for a college football playoff, but I could see them maybe going like ten and two. Yeah, like yeah. I, if they have a good year. Like I, I, Michigan ceilings is not there unless McCaffrey or Milton is substantially better. And we're talking about McCaffrey and Milton. I don't really know what to like say to Michigan fans or what Michigan fans tell me. Got to be McCaffrey. But they. They go like if they start Miller, he's got a lot. He could be a pro quarterback. I'm like he overthrows people it. by 15 yards. Yeah, but he really hasn't played. I'm just you know what I'm saying though. With be, living in the state of Michigan, I don't know what they want. Like do you do you want to like I think they're all in. Like McCaffrey's going to be a pretty good quarterback. He's a really really good athlete. Yeah, really really good athlete for a running back. But like that guy's always the like messiah. So I always. I kind of always undervalue the talent that some of these guys have. So here's the question. Is Jim Harbaugh – if Jim Harbaugh was smart, he would name one of those guys the starter like now. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously you want to have spring and He never stuff. does that. I know, but he should because then – Competition, like whatever his yeah, thing but is. he – it would be dumb. What do they say? You got two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. What is is that? Is that the yes. same? That is the same. And so I just think that if he doesn't – if he keeps him in limbo, because he's got two viable options. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't, I just feel like it's going to hurt whoever ends up being the quarterback's confidence if they're not like the guy like well before the season starts. Well, I, I do think McCaffrey's going to be the guy. I think the Milton like buzz is more from like the message board guys are like, hey, he has all this potential. Like, Yeah. So and I, in, I, I do think McCaffrey will be the guy. And in today's world of the transfer portal, it's likely that whoever doesn't get the job is going to be gone. Yes, into the portal like that. I it, mean, and it's the first really homegrown talent that Jim Harbaugh has had to groom as a quarterback. True. 
because like Jake I, Rudock, Jake Rudock, Wilton Spate was not a guy he recruited. I believe, it, it, like I believe he was a junior when Harbaugh's second year. So yeah, Wilton Spate was not a Jim Harbaugh recruit. So first, really homegrown talent at quarterback position. But but before we kind of what, wrap up talking about the big time, what what about your your boy Jeff Brom down in, in uh, they're gonna be good. They have West talent. Lafayette. They have talent down there. Rondell Moore I don't back. Know, I don't know if Sindelar's got no. eligible. Is he not playing? I I, I like, think they have like, he got hurt, like a, a, week a different three. quarterback Jack, that they wanted Jack to bring Plummer, in. Jack yeah, Plummer's Jack not. Plummer. He's not bad either. The freshman. Yeah. They got some really good wide receivers with Rondell Moore and David I think Bell. da- David Bell's a stuff. David Bell's a dog. So I, the West is better than it has been in the, probably the last five years. But the East again is this stacked. Like, it's a, like it, it is every year. It yeah, is every year. It's becoming like the SEC West, where it's just like a gauntlet. They're, no, they're, it's not like a. I won't say it's a gauntlet in that sense just yet, because the SEC West for a while was like okay, like there's four teams in the top ten, like that's just like unheard of. But like in this conference, and especially in the East, there's at least three teams in the top fifteen of the AP poll. Every single week, basically, in the East. Pretty much, yeah. So, it, it, it's pretty crazy. I, I wonder if they have some realignment coming, which they probably should, but they're not going to. But, I, I one last thing I was going to say. Jaguars are trading Nick Foles to the Bears. Oh, fourth, For a fourth-round pick. Our resident Bears fan. Yeah. How, how does some he breaking feel news. about That's that? That's awesome. What so, are they doing? So, I was, awesome. hoping, I was hoping for Cam Newton. Yeah, what? Uh, and you got Nick. Foles. You should have gone after Bridge. Dude, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I, would, I think they wanted to, and then the Panthers just paid up. I'd rather have Andy Dalton than Nick Foles. Yeah, no, I, I agree would with rather you. have Andy either. Dalton, so. Andy Dalton I, is the most underrated quarterback I think in the NFL. Nick like, Foles is the most good. overrated quarterback hot, in the NFL. He was take, fantastic. Hot take: I think I'd rather have Mitch Trubisky over Nick Foles. Ooh, I don't I know. Tr- I think well, Trubisky he, starts I'm week sure. one. I think Trubisky starts week one. I can almost I, guarantee you, Mitch Trubisky starts. They just have that guy hanging over his head now because they're like, ah, oh, this guy, backup quarterback it's, extraordinaire. It's more than just yeah. the guy hanging over his head. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But I wanted to say, Rutgers is Rutgers any better this year with Shiano? Yes. Okay. I, I think they get are they three or four away? wins. Okay. I need Rutgers to be like – Rutgers basketball is like going to be good now because Steve yeah. Peichel is probably arguably a top-ten coach in college Steve basketball. Steve Peichel. Pounding, Pounding nails. nails. Gosh, I'm – it, it hurts my soul that I don't get to see Geo Baker playing an NCAA tournament. After all I've invested in the Rutgers basketball. I know. I, he'll be back next year. I don't year, think I, think. I know a, a bigger non – New Jersey resident or Rutgers student that's also a fan of Rutgers. I love Rutgers basketball. You, you guys have to take Ryan Collins to the rack next year. I do. I you have. To. They didn't play there this year, so no. hopefully they do that. West year. Virginia basketball tougher what? than a long weekend at your in laws. John Rossin. That the fact that that guy just like made a living off of just saying dumb things. I know. I respect it. Baylor basketball. Hey, the hey, original he's renovation. He's good on CBS, man. <laughs> no, no, he's very, no, he's very good at his job, but it's just like. If you hear his story, it's pretty insp- like inspirational. He like paid for his own airtime. He like did all this stuff. But the reason he is famous now is his Twitter sayings, basically just saying this is March. Virginia basketball or a thing of beauty. Yeah, we sleep in May. Yeah, <laughs> Vi- Vi- Villanova, Fortune five hundred company. Let's like, so, like Mick Cronin, yeah. taxes, yeah. Matt Painter. Yeah. That's all, yeah, I don't even get that. But. Neither do I. I. That's what I'm saying. No one gets it, but you're like, no one. That well, sounds right. Just, it sounds right though. That Matt Painter is super consistent. Yes. Okay. Death, taxes, Matt Painter. Ha- I know. Got, do you got the SRC pick him and stuff? Because we got to honor, unfortunately, our <sighs> winner of the SRC pick him. Unfortunately, right now. what are you talking about? Blind squirrel finds a nut. You didn't know what lines were. For a majority of the year. Well, that, that true? He, he, he cannot dispute that. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, well, long pause. Yeah. All right, final standings, though. Uh, I did the math. So last place, but really, we didn't do too bad. Like, collectively, pretty good by all of us. I wish yeah. we had the audio of the LSU thing. So because, uh, That's true. Ryan Collins and Alex McRae both tied. 51 and 53. That's almost a 500 record. That's pretty Against good. Against the spread, we'll that's it. good. That's yeah, very we'll take good. it. We'll take it. Uh, and then followed by me at 56 and 48. Eric Bach, 54 and 44. I was in the cellar the whole year, so a second place finish is a, is a big win for me. Yeah, because yeah, I missed hard. a week. I missed a week. But yeah, my no, last no, yeah. like three weeks were like almost perfect. McRae being 500, McRae was struggling for a long yeah. period of time. So <laughs> I, yeah. I'm gonna have to look back. And then, uh, but yeah, Joe Dandron with the uh, with the title, 58 and 46. What Pretty, was the winning percentage? He beat you by I think 
a few like thousandths of a percent. Yeah, because like, we, we go like by hundred. winning percentage because I didn't have the same number of picks. Yeah, so Joe, maybe Joe's, like one game it was, it was difference. Jo- Joe's was fifty five point seven. Yours was fifty five point one. Oh, okay. Let's go. So, do, Joe, do you have anything to say? Hey, you know, I just really excited. What great, are you gonna do? What are you gonna year. do with this title? I don't know. Well, I'm not getting a trophy. So it's not like I can drink out of it or anything. But yeah. Yeah. we should get a trophy. Next I know year. we should. We should. That would be that would be a nice touch. Um, but uh, uh, but hey, you know, who, I'm gonna say this. Yeah. I'm gonna say this. I honestly, I have no idea how it's I pull that off. And yeah. I don't think anybody else in this room nope, does. Nobody either. in this. And that's what makes it even better. Does. Yeah. That's it's, you're a, you're the the only Cinderella story we have this March, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Joe man. winning the SRC. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Oh man. But uh. Yeah, oh man, great year of the SRZ, and I don't know what we're gonna do. I think we're all staying up here, so maybe we record again before the end of the year and just maybe talk about the NFL draft or some do do some other stuff like that. Since we're bored and we want to have find a medium where we can talk sports and give you guys some content, because I know you guys are probably bored. But any lasting thoughts on SRZ as we kind of wrap up the fall season and we so, move into spring ball? Um, a little bit of a sombering note here. Um, oh, this no. is what I was going to talk about oh, with uh, the, the coronavirus. So there is a new report out. I know Joe has already read it or at least seen the tweets about it. It's the uh, Imperial College Report. It's a uh, English yeah, university. Yeah. Have you seen it? I haven't like read it, but I heard so, it's like pretty scary. I didn't want, want it's, to read it. It's it's it is uh, quite scary, and it suggests that the peak of the coronavirus will hit about three weeks from today, which is March eighteenth. Hey, well, I'm gonna start marking it on my calendar. Then. So you're talking like early the, April. The Sweet. yeah, the peak of infections and and deaths and whatnot, and um, which is I guess in a sense good, but after that they say that if we roll back the protection the protections that we have now with no restaurants open and stuff like that it will just go back to the curve that we were trying to avoid so heavily beforehand and we need to maintain that until there's a vaccine and i don't know if you guys know how long a vaccine takes but they just started human trials and that takes about 14 months and they say if we need to keep having these uh, you know, policies in place for 14 months of human trials and then another possibly four months of production. That means things get back to normal around September of 2021. Ever the optimist, Alex McRae. So all I'm saying, guys, is it could be this could be a lot worse and we might not have sports for a very long time. I really hope not. I, 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 I could see them like you know how they were gonna play with no one in the stands. I could see them possibly doing that to start the year. It, like if it gets better, it, and if it doesn't get better, they shouldn't play without fans. As much as we want it, and how selfishly that I need to be able to watch sports. The fact that I can't watch a Thursday night TNT game is absolutely crushed me. I can't. I'm like, oh my, what am I gonna do? I just watch TV. What have you guys been doing with your Corona? Call of Duty. Started Westworld. Westworld. With our Corona. <laughs> corona 14, whatever. Call of Duty. Yeah. I just, Duty. I, I, my PlayStation 4 is at home in yeah. cold water, and I went out and bought Call of Duty, and I've played probably over 20 hours of it. Oh, I, I oh have, my I've been, God. I've been playing a lot you. of Call of Duty as well. I've been grinding of, 2K. Yes, my guy's oh, in 94 now. Yes, oh, hey, congratulations. grinding yes. 2K. I, wow. Meet me up at the park, Shango Man 82. I'll, oh I'll give you a bucket. I played the entire know. campaign in one sitting. What of Call, of Call of Duty? How long does that take, Eric? What? I, yeah, a long time. It was. It took take me a long a time. You he, can go outside. He yeah. played through it on hardened. Who, who said they said? No, you did. No, I, I I'm not good enough for hardened. I'm oh. only a regular guy. Oh, okay. who, who said they started West Wing? West World. Oh, West World. Yeah, right. West Wing's a good show. He said as well. West Wing because another Aaron Sorkin show, Newsroom. I'm finishing my rewatch of it yeah, right now. Pretty Newsroom solid is show. also. Oh, phenomenal. and I've been on Modern Family. The modern farewell, a new episode tonight. Still chipping away. How are they not done? It's it, this is the end this year. This There's like a four episodes show, left. What is going great on in show. that show? Uh, Haley is Haley and Dylan are have their children. They had twins. Yes. Um, Alex is a professional. She works for this really good company. Is it just me? Or uh, did they do they not play Modern Family as much as they used to? I'm no, like, they, they do. 
I it's swear, on like, like USA and that's what I'm saying FX though. and all that. It must be. I just stopped watching Modern Family's an it's, all-time night show. It's so I love good. Watching Modern it's Family. so good. Claire's it's a great the, Claire's great. the CEO of Pritchett's Closets. Yeah. Phil's still a goof. Shot. What's that? Guy? Ed Harris. Ed. Uh, and what's his name? Not Ed Jay. Harris. It's. Uh, no, no, no. Al Bundy, Married with Children. Yeah, I know. What's his name? Um, and Married with Children, fantastic. Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. Jeez. Ed O'Neill. Great actor. Love Modern Family. But yeah, I watched three seasons of Arrested Development in two days. Yeah. I want, what? The two best that's, characters that's in Modern Family are Cam and Phil. Just I'm yeah, putting that yeah, out. Yeah, Phil Donphy, okay. all-time character. I, I'm also excited for uh, Ozark Season 3 coming out Love uh, pretty Jason soon. Bateman. I'll say I love Jason Bateman. Like I said, Arrested Development. Yeah. I hate Ozarks. Really? You know why? Why? The scene where he's in his car, like second episode or first episode where... Is some funny business is going on in his car. I didn't. I didn't like that. I was like, I, I don't like seeing Jason Bateman in that so much. That you know that that was that was a strange scene. There it, are some I, strange scenes. Yeah, but uh, you had to get over. I was. I can't get into it after this. Like, uh, I was d- done. Just just go to see. Go to episode three. Okay. I'll probably rewatch Friday Night Lights too because what a great show that is. If you never watch Friday Night Lights, yeah, go watch it's it. It's good. Yeah. What is that face? I'm. I'm not. That, that sounded like you don't like Friday Night Lights. I like Friday Night okay, Lights. Okay, do it. Are y'all doing it on food? Okay, good. Uh, the, you, the, the, the the movie's better. I'm nowhere oh, near. I'm not going to run out of food. food. No, but do any of you like cook or like you just like eating cereal every? No, I've, 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 I've been. We've been uh, cooking a little. Velveeta leftovers. That's kind of my diet. Okay. Well, I've been at home the went, past few days. I went. Yeah, to, I went, I went, I went to Wendy's and stuff. I went to Wendy's. I got a cook drive-through. And has anyone had Wendy's breakfast yet? No, I yes. know, but I somebody said it was I good. It. I, I had it. At, I had it at the airport. Is, oh, great. Was it good? Yeah. That I know. didn't sound convincing. No, it was actually really good. Okay. I, I, I've tried to get there and try it a couple of times because I have coupons. Oh, coupons. Got to have those coupons. coupons for two hot coffee. And uh, every time I get there, I get there at like 1025. And they stop serving breakfast at 1030. Oh, wow. So you have to wait in line? So no, they oh. just don't serve me breakfast anymore. Oh, which airport did you go to Wendy's at? Oh, um, John F. Kennedy. Ooh. JFK. Okay. But, uh, hey. By far the superior New York airport. Oh, way. yes, oh. I agree after experiencing both. LaGuardia Airport is the worst place on it's Earth. It's not that yeah. bad. It's terrible. Rats Over running, it. low it's, ceilings. It's, it's really not mold, that bad. Fellas. A runway shorter than my driveway. Are there, are Massive there... construction everywhere. Drive miles off site to find Okay, if your driveway is longer than that runway, then we need to have a conversation. No, my driveway is about 14 feet long. Okay, that was that, just, run, that, that runway was is riveting tiny. driveway <laughs> talk here on Sports <laughs> the, run, ah! the runway at LaGuardia Airport, which is the in the largest city Who cares? in the country. I agree with Colin. Small. It's an airport. You fly yeah. into it, you leave, and then yeah. you uh, you might skid off the runway into the Hudson River. I'll just say, has this. that ever happened? Probably. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. You ever seen Sully? They flew into the they Hudson Sully. River. They were not on the I runway. Know. Whatever, but uh, hey, I do think we'll record again, probably with the NFL draft, because that is still going on. They're gonna do that what remote? Yeah, remotely, Ma- kind, kind of like how they uh, they used to do it back in the day. It's gonna be a lot trick. It's like a fantasy football draft. It's like essentially, yeah. It's like the little music. Yeah, we maybe we do like a live thing about that or something. We'll have some other content and give a little farewell to our seniors, Alex McCray, and senior member of the show, Aiden Hunt. What up? And so we will be back because unless they shut down the station. Please don't do that, Jeremy. Please. Please. Please don't do it, Joe. Joe, don't shut down the station. We're not going to. Okay. We're not going Talking to. Talking to the mic. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. 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 That, I think that's a good yep. jumping off point for Ryan Collins, Joe Dandron, Alex McCray, Aiden Hunt, and Eric Bach. Thank you for listening to Spartan Red Zone. We will probably be back, and I uh, hope to see you guys in the future and stay healthy. You have been listening to Spartan Red Zone, a production of Impact 89 FM. For more Michigan State sports news, visit impact89fm.org slash sports.